Hey guys and girls, welcome, welcome to, to Single to Sealed. I'm Jerry, your host, and here with me is my co-host and wife, Brianna. As members of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, we have dedicated this podcast to helping fellow Christians navigate the treacherous waters of dating all the way to the winding roads of marriage. All are welcome in our podcast family, and we are so excited to have you here with us. Be sure to subscribe, follow, or favorite. Let's talk. Hello, hello, podcast family. It is Brianna and... Jerry. <laughs> and we are back for episode 10 of our podcast. Thank you so much for joining us today. Before we start off with our topic for today, we wanted to hop in here and let you guys know we hit a cool milestone on our podcast and we opened a tip jar. Drum roll. <laughs> and Jerry, you want to tell us about the tip jar? Yeah, so the tip jar is just a way for you guys to show additional support to Single to Sealed. We love taking the time to make these videos, and we know that there's many people out there that love to support us as well. So you don't have to, of course. We just love making this content, but um, it'd be nice. So if you want to access that, all you have to do is go down to the episode notes, and depending on what platform you're on, it should be somewhere in the description, probably near the bottom. Yep. And it should just say support Single to Sealed by donating to their tip jar and have a little link. You click on that and you can choose the amount that you want to donate. Of course, like Jerry said, it isn't required, but hey, we wouldn't mind a little little support if you guys are willing to show some extra love to us. So thank you if you are doing that ahead of time. <laughs> Today's topic is all about making and keeping the goals that we made for this year, our dating goals. So if you listen to our episode eight, you know that we talked all about the New Year's dating goals that we were going to make. We love to talk to you guys on Instagram and chat about episodes. So after that episode aired, we took some time to chat with some of you guys on Instagram and we received a lot of feedback from you about some difficult obstacles you were feeling in being able to make and keep those dating goals for this year. Again, those goals that we we threw out there was for people to strive to have or attempt to go on three dates uh, per month. And then if someone's already in an active relationship, to find a way that you guys could um, set a goal together to improve something in your relationship. Yep, exactly. And I know a lot of you guys that are in the dating spot of your relationship right now said that you were facing a lot of troubles meeting that goal. So we're going to talk about just a few of those obstacles today. Um and then we will talk about a few more in the next episode. We're kind of going to do a little segment here and spend a few podcast episodes going over these obstacles and how you can overcome them. So we're really excited to dive into this with you guys today. Jerry, what's our first obstacle that we're going to discuss? So the first obstacle, and we believe the overarching obstacle for most of our experience in these um, struggles is fear. And that specifically being the fear of rejection. So as people, we don't like rejection. <laughs> it's much better to not be rejected. And so we tend to avoid doing things that we know might make us feel less good about ourselves or uh, less confident and so forth. Definitely. No one wants to feel rejected. And honestly, you guys, everyone goes through this at least at some point in their life, this feeling of rejection and feeling of shame that comes from rejection. It's okay to feel that that fear and that pain that comes from rejection. Let yourself feel that. And remind yourself that th this is a natural biological response to putting yourself 
in a position you're not you're not accustomed to to putting yourself out there and everyone goes through this feeling and this fear in the face of rejection when it does happen it's also okay to let yourself feel sad about it because it's going to happen and I mean that fear is valid because rejection sucks it really does and we've all been rejected before but it's okay because if you don't put yourself out there you will never know the rewards of actually being and finding that partner and being in that relationship. Yeah, and exactly the this particular point again that was brought up was that the the fear of rejection and, and not feeling good enough. And you know, I'm gonna go back to what I said will always be the golden word for me, which is perspective. It's it's so important for us to have perspective and think that like if it didn't work out, then they're probably not the person for you. It's it can be as simple as that. And even though it's frustrating, the perspective is how do we bounce back from that rejection? That's what's going to make us stronger and help us be successful in our dating experience. You know, because we can't allow someone else's agency to affect us so bad that we choose not to act for ourselves. We we let them act upon us. And to make us feel small. Like I said, it's okay to feel that sadness for a short while, but then we have to take the time to remind ourselves who we truly are, which are sons and daughters of God with infinite worth. And we are all each so unique and so beautifully created and so loved by not just our family members and our friends, but by God. The strongest and most amazing being in the universe loves and adores us and is fighting alongside us. And so we need to help remind ourselves of our infinite worth. And if you're having struggles with that, I definitely recommend that you read your scriptures and really dig deep to find and to feel that worth that God gives you. And also pray to him and ask him if you are worthy and loved. And I promise you he will give you an answer and let you know that you are. Yeah, and on the on the concept of digging deep, I think that there's it's even deeper than rejection itself. Once we understand that the the root of this is that fear of rejection, we have to figure out what branches of that, what what part of the branch of that fear is really making me feel scared. And by that I'm saying this is a confidence issue. Like am I just am I just so worried because I have a lack of confidence in myself? Is that something that I need to improve or am I just worried about depression? Am I worried about the way that I know that I get depressed or I can't handle these situations very well? Am I, am I scared of being vulnerable? Am I scared of putting myself out there? And so people can see your flaws. So people can see in my yeah. flaws. I, I'll say that the, most of the chances that I had to try to pick up on somebody or to ask someone on a date never went as smoothly as they did in my head. <laughs> <laughs> and a couple times even just walk up and you know stumbling stumbling on my words I th- think we imagine ourselves to be so much more smooth than we are in our head and um it's important for us to realize that like we talked about in the beginning it's not it's not so much about what we say and when it comes to uh these proposals to go on dates it's more about you know your your smile and the way that you deliver it with with confidence rather than just what exactly you say in the first place. I actually remember a funny story I had with an old school teacher who said that when he had met uh, his wife, who was, you know, not his wife at the time, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, he he literally just had this plan in his head and walked over and said, hey, you're cute, and would you like to date? Go out with me. <laughs> and it <laughs> just sounded so terrible. And in his head, he just, he'd been planning this line 
like will you go out with me on a date but instead he was like on this date will you go out with me or whatever it just like was so discombobulated (laughs) and his face was just like bright red and she just smiled at him and said of course like I just think that's like the funniest the funniest story but a prime example of, of what we're saying not to sound cheesy but it's more about how you make them feel than what you say uh you know everyone always says that but it's very true and not to dig even deeper but it's important for you to take this time to reflect like Jerry was Jerry was saying and find out exactly what's causing you to have this fear is it because you're afraid that you truly are unlovable or that you're going to be alone forever and you don't want this rejection to confirm that no one loves you and no one wants to be with you if it's that i want to go back to what i was saying earlier about us all being special, unique, loved daughters and sons of God. And you are not going to be alone forever. And this is a good chance to remind yourself that your worth does not, is not hinged on the fact of whether or not you're dating someone or whether or not someone wants to date you or whether or not you went on a date on Friday night. That does not determine your worth. And so it's time for you to tell yourself and remind yourself to separate those two things that your worth is entirely independent of whether or not someone goes on a date with you. And there is risk in everything we do. Even walking down the street right now to class, there's a risk that you get hit by a car. And we are all aware that there's tons of horrible things that could always happen. But if we live our life afraid of all the bad things that could happen because of our actions and our decisions, then we're going to never live our life. And we're also never going to achieve anything of, you know, of worth. And we're never going to really feel that joy that comes from putting ourselves out there. So we invite you to accept that risk. To look at the risk as more of a challenge and a stepping stone for you to climb up to achieve your goals and to achieve that happiness. Also, if we're putting so much pressure on ourselves by saying that we will never be happy and never have joy and never accomplish anything unless we have a successful dating relationship or a spouse, that's going to put a lot of pressure on us and a lot of fear of rejection on us at that same moment. So you need to remind yourself, back to the worth thing, um, just because this person rejected you or just because um, you don't have a relationship you're in right now, that doesn't mean that you'll never be happy. And if this person rejects you, that doesn't mean you'll never find someone. And if you don't ever end up with someone, that doesn't mean that you won't have a joyous, full, happy life. So if you just tell yourself, I'm just going on this date, just going on a date to meet someone. They, they don't necessarily have to be my soulmate. They don't have to be someone I'm going to spend forever with. It's just to meet a new person. And if they reject me or if it doesn't work out, that doesn't affect who I am as a person, as my worth. And it doesn't mean that I won't ever find someone and be happy. Correct. I, I think that your mentality as you approach this is, is really everything. And so what you're going to learn, especially on this pod, with this podcast, is how can I fortify my mental state? Like, how can I gather my mental fortitude so that I can be able to have successful dating experiences? And I found that, you know, really was the key for me. As, you know, I, I wouldn't say I went on, like, a crazy ton of dates back when back when I was in college. I'd say that I went on a pretty significant amount, though. And I think that really what it came down to is beginning to be okay with with things not working out because in the beginning I had the I had the hardest time with going on these first dates and thinking it went so well and then when I asked the girl you know call her or say hey you want to go on a date again it was just like uh no thank you you know 
but you were nice. You were sweet. And you're just like, I guess I wasn't sweet enough. Like, (laughs) and all the other reasons why, like, you don't deserve to have someone. And people have different ways they respond, but that was always me. Like, what's wrong with me? What's, What's wrong with me? And I needed to stop thinking that instead of saying this person just just isn't someone who's going to be able to understand who I am. And, I love that. And that's that's really made the difference. And so um, Brianna became that person. <laughs> I love you, babe. Another thing that you can do to help kind of fortify your, your confidence and feel better about yourself is daily affirmations. Before we started this podcast, I actually went onto YouTube and I looked up positive daily affirmations for confidence and there are some great ones on YouTube that you can just play they're about 15 to 20 minutes long and they're just positive affirmations that you can listen to while you're getting ready for the day you can listen to while you're showering while you're walking to class while you're I don't know cooking dinner and these are going to help you create a positive self-talk in your mind a lot of this negativity that we surround ourselves helps feed into this fear of rejection We need to learn how to reject that negative self-talk. And one of the best ways to do that is to fill our heads and our minds and our souls with this positive self-talk and positive affirmations. So one of my goals for you guys is if you struggle with this a lot, if this is one of the roadblocks you have, is to start listening to a positive daily affirmation for confidence every morning or whenever you have time throughout the day, just one time a day. And really just truly listen to it and let it soak into you and start working on that confidence. I'd also like to add a little Jerry words of wisdom. This is my this is my own words here. <laughs> <laughs> and that's the closer you are to the light, the brighter it's going to be. So if you think about sitting in a dark tunnel and there's a light all the way at the end, it gets brighter and brighter, like the closer that you get. You know, so spend time being closer to the light and the positive and the good things and that that's going to make it so that you can't have access to a lot of those negative things that are around you because you're just not allowing it. You're so close to that light that that's all you see. I love that. And honestly, people are attracted to light. So the more light that you draw into yourself, the more people will be attracted to you as a person, not just for, you know, romantic relationships, but friendships and just people wanting to spend time with you. People love light and they want more of it for themselves as well. Jerry, thank you for sharing that. One last thing that I want to add is it's so important to also be vulnerable. You have to remember that the person you're going on the date with isn't perfect and they want to know who you are. And in order to truly have a successful dating relationship or any relationship for that matter, you have to be open to the feeling of rejection and open to letting other people see you for who you truly are. And you will never move forward if you aren't willing to be at least a little bit vulnerable. So I highly recommend that you go on and watch Um, The Power of Vulnerability. It's a TED Talk by Brene Brown. And just do a little bit more research about vulnerability. She has some great information about it. Uh, And I just want to share one of the quotes that she has about vulnerability. It is, vulnerability is not winning or losing. It's having the courage to show up and be seen when we have no control over the outcome. I'm going to repeat it one more time. Vulnerability is not winning or losing It is having the courage to show up and be seen when we have no control over the outcome. Yeah, I really like that. I think that that's really the goal here is we don't have control over the way that people respond when we put ourselves out there. We don't. But we do have control over how we choose to respond. 
And that's that's really what this is about as it as it pertains to this fear of rejection. So I'm going to link that TED Talk down below in the episode notes. So make sure to check that one out. It's fantastic. Brene Brown is incredible. Um, but now we're going to move on to the next obstacle we've been facing. Jury, what one was that? So the next obstacle that was brought up was, I know or think someone I want to date is not interested in me. Or there's another one that says, I struggle with the person I ask agreeing to the date. So let's address the first thing there. And that's the... Uh, I know or think someone I want to date is not interested in me. So how do you know that? <laughs> is it the know or is it the think? Because most of the time it's probably it's probably the think. Unless you've specifically already asked somebody and they said no the first time. And then you have to decide if it's right to ask as no, a second time. You know, to be, to be uh, what's the word, persistent. So if it's the earlier, so if it's the fact that they just think that they're not interested, how do they pursue that? What do they do, Jerry, to find out, to test the waters? Well, of course, if if you have determined that you're chasing after this person for the right reasons, then this is your chance to be vulnerable and just go ask them anyways. Because 100% of the time that you don't ask them, they're not going to say yes. <laughs> they're, yeah, it's, it's rejection right and there. And so you may be in your own world, in your own head, you know, accepting a fate that isn't fate at all. And so, and, and when I say chasing someone after the right reasons, make sure that you already, I mean, at this point, you've already thought about this person a lot. You're probably that person who already Facebook stalked them. <laughs> you probably already know a decent amount about someone like that. And so, if you do, then you you kind of already have an idea if this person is going to be able to check some of those boxes that you created for your goals. And some of those things that are not really um, movable for things that you need in a person. Those you rocks know. of your personality like we've talked about before. Yeah. You know, is this person attainable to begin with? You know, sometimes people have a desire to want to find or chase somebody who you know um, is already in a pretty significant relationship with someone else. And so are you talking about that person because they're already taken or... Is it somebody that you know isn't taken? Because if they're not, again, go for it. If they are, don't homewreck. <laughs> but I think a lot of this leads back to that fear of rejection without it being blatant about it. Because sometimes we are chasing after someone who's unattainable. And not just because they're married or in a relationship, but maybe because they they are just not someone who we would date in all reality. Whether that be because we have you know, absolutely different interests or they're like a famous person or something and they just are an unattainable person. When we chase after them, sometimes it's because we know that there's absolutely no chance we have with them and we are aware of that, but we still chase because it's safe because we know that it will never happen and we know we never have to fear rejection because we're never going to talk to them about it. Um, or maybe we aren't worried about it because we know that in reality, they're not what we really want. So we continue to chase after them. I have personal experience with this, especially in high school. I loved the chase, loved to chase guys. And as soon as they would take me out on a date or a couple dates and I would kiss them and stuff, which is obviously what we don't recommend now. I do have a past though. <laughs> and I would do that over and over again, that cycle through guys. And I would always date guys that w did not have the same morals or values as me, that I didn't think could take me anywhere, but the backseat of a car, you know, <laughs> and I was fine with that because I was just recycling through them and I knew it was never going to go anywhere. 
And I know that even nowadays, without it being as extreme as what I was doing, some of you guys go through that too. You chase after someone that you know you don't have any future with, but you don't have a fear of rejection with them. And so you continue to seek after relationships with them and you know it's not going anywhere. I'd say a lot of that also has to do hugely with self-esteem. So I personally have been in a situation where I knew very early on in the first couple of dates that this girl that I was dating wasn't wasn't going to work out. I just knew it. But I kept going on dates anyways because I didn't want to have to start over. And I didn't want to have to be rejected again by someone else and repeat this process. Like I liked where I was. I liked that I was getting attention. And that was the self-esteem issue in me. And I know plenty of other people and personal people in my life, you know, that at one point, you know, turns into, you know, a, a victim or an abusive relationship because they will stay in these unsafe or not very mentally stable relationships just because of that fear. Like they, they don't want to have to start over. And I'll tell you right now, the farther that a relationship gets, like the more dangerous it is. You know, I, I know, I know someone who's been in a relationship for like 10 years with somebody and for five of those years has said I I just need to get out of it so here you are 10 years down the line with someone who you're still not committed to and you've used 10 years of your life with someone you know that you won't end up with it's it's easy to say that I'm going to break it off next next week but I'll tell you right now it's just as easy for it to keep going on and on and on and on so in reality to kind of circle back to the original question which was I know or think someone I want to date is not interested in me and I struggle or I struggle with the person I ask agreeing to the date. It leads back to you sitting down with yourself and really asking yourself is the person I'm chasing after me after attainable or unattainable? Can they truly offer you what you need or are they interested in you or not interested in you? Because you may be just chasing after this relationship because it's either safe or completely unattainable. So either way, you're safe from that fear of rejection. So do not use this as an excuse. And I'm not saying if some girl is super hot and I'm I'm telling you that she's out of your league, so quit chasing after her because you'll never get with her. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is sometimes we're so quick to chase after something that's, you know, unattainable that we forget all the many wonderful things there are around us, especially when it comes to dating. And sometimes, like, you, you, you really can't predict, you know, your own circumstances or, or who's going to say what. Like, I, I personally do believe in the league thing. <laughs> I believe that there are certain, uh, not, when I say leagues, I don't mean, like, one is higher than the other. I mean, like, categories. Like, there's certain categories of people that do better with each other, whether it's based on intellect, you know, or... Maintenance. <laughs> yeah, or maintenance levels. Like, all those things, like, they're, they're real things. And the first experience I had of, man, anything's possible was when I was in my mission in Idaho and the ward mission leader I was working with was probably one of the nerdiest people, I'm not going to lie, I've ever (laughs) seen, you know, just like kind of always doing the no sniff and had glasses on and did computer programming and pocket square. Like, I kid you not. And we were waiting for his wife to come home so we could have dinner with their family. And when we came home, when she came home, I was like, man, that is one of the most beautiful women I've ever seen in my entire life. <laughs> he my talks about her all the time, too. We're like, no, this isn't a thing. Like, there is no way, there's no way that these two are, are, are a thing. And later on, we find out how they meet, and she was Miss Idaho. Like, she was literally the Miss Idaho. <laughs> <laughs> 
and and these two are a couple and they have kids and they're happy and she says she's always loved the way that he treats her and just oh my gosh guys it, it's all possible the attainable aspect goes to whether or not you can really truly see yourself with this person i'm sure despite her being super hot and him being super nerdy like they looked good together and they vibed well and they seemed like a really good couple right yeah yeah and so they were able to find that connection despite maybe their looks differences. I'm sure they had a lot in common and they tr- both treated each other well and had that mutual respect and love. And that formed from them having an actual connection. And this is a result of um, those separate categories or leagues that I'm talking about. Like yeah. We always refer to the league of aesthetics. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So, I mean, if we're comparing those, then I mean, like she's 10, 10, 10 leagues above him. I'm sorry. But they were in the same league in a bunch of other categories. And this Testimony, is, I'm sure. Yes. Like mutual respect. And this is why workers. they could exist. And yeah. This is why they could work well together. Okay. Well, now we are going to talk about another aspect of knowing whether or not someone is interested. Um, you have to open yourself up to possibilities. Like we were talking about, you can't just seek out one type of person. And I know sometimes we like to claim we have a type. She has to be you know, this tall and athletic and a perfect waist and brown hair and blue eyes. I don't know. Whatever you guys think or girls think you want from a guy. We need to branch ourselves out a little bit. And sometimes we will be surprised by what we find in other categories that we would have normally looked in and need to recognize that sometimes what our mind tells us we want isn't really what our heart and our soul needs. So give... Give other people a chance. We know that we gave you guys a three-date goal, and we also know that you have to take into account that people are going to say no. There is going to be some rejection involved if you're trying to meet a goal of three dates a month. But if you are working towards that three-date goal and you're still not getting technically three dates, that's totally fine because you're doing your part and you will see fruits of your labors, I promise. Um, And you can't control how people respond to you inviting them to go on a date with you. So you just have to be able to brush it off, move on, and keep your search because you're looking for something specific. You're looking for a particular, peculiar person, and you will find it. I think that uh, it's, it's all about the mindset and how badly you know, we want to achieve that goal. So based on what you think about what we're saying is already giving you a idea of how strongly you already are thinking about uh, how, how much you want to be dating somebody right now. Because if you're like, oh, I really am looking for a serious thing right now, then you're probably like more gung-ho than somebody who's a little bit more casual. Even if you are just casually dating and just kind of trying to figure out what you want in a person, this three-day goal is for you as well. Because you need to get experience dating. You need to figure out what you want, what you need from a person. You need to learn confidence. And you will learn confidence by going on dates with multiple people. You'll become really good at dating. And so when you are ready to finally jump in and meet the person, you're going to have a lot of experience dating people, and it's really going to help you. So now we're going to transition into the final topic of this segment, and that is the question of how do I not be scared of the opposite sex? (laughs) (laughs) It's a good question. Like you think that that's, for some people, like you'd be like, oh, that's silly, but you know, I think that's, that's legitimate. I think that, um, a lot of that can depend on a lot of different factors. Maybe it's your upbringing with the opposite sex, um, even siblings. 
I think that if you have a sister growing up, <laughs> you can learn how to behave with girls differently than if you only grew up with boys. That's very true. For example, there's a lot of factors in your life that can that can bring that along. Yeah, and just like with anything in life, if you aren't exposed to it often, it is kind of scary, something new. So if you are afraid of dogs, what's the best thing you can do? Pet them. Go out and spend more time with dogs. <laughs> oh, that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Maybe go buy one and bring it home and have it as your pet. <laughs> so it's the same thing with getting used to the opposite sex. I mean, if you have not had a lot of experience with girls or boys, the best thing you can do is spend time with them. And if dating is a little bit scarier for you and you're not quite sure if you can handle that, that exposure to the opposite sex one-on-one, the best thing for you is to seek out friends of the opposite sex. One of the best ways you can do it in our church is with home teaching, right? Usually you're assigned to people that are of the opposite sex in home teaching. So make friends with the people you home teach. You know, spend time with them. Uh, make friends with girls or guys in your classes, in your ward. Um, if your roommate has a bunch of guy friends, ladies, go hang out with your roommate's guy friends. You know, without the pressure of it being a date, spend time with other people and any opportunity that you have to spend time with the opposite sex and any type of comfortable kind of laid back environment, take advantage of that. And when you're there, don't just sit there. Converse, talk to them, ask questions, make the effort to get to know them and learn how to talk to them. There's a chance that as you become more friendly and social with certain girls, there might be a connection that gets developed inadvertently and you might go on a date with one of them or vice <laughs> versa. Um, one of the best girlfriends, I shouldn't like, not like uh, <laughs> girlfriends, girlfriends. One of the best girls that's a friend <laughs> mm-hmm. that uh, I've ever had um, was in college. And it actually started as a date. So I asked this girl on a date and had a good time. But afterwards, we kind of mutually agreed that maybe this wasn't the best romantic relationship. But that didn't stop us from becoming friends somehow. <laughs> we became really close friends after that. And spent a lot of time together just even just doing friend dates I know that sounds <laughs> it sounds funny and people make fun of like the friend zone but I, I liked being in that zone I got to feel really comfortable um, with this girl and you know, we shared a lot of feelings and passions about you know our own dating experiences and it was fun to not have I feel like anything in the background that led to anything uh, more than just being friends so I really got to know her and be close to her as a feeling and of as a as a friend that's a girl and man her perspectives are just different as than a guy's and vice versa so when I'm having struggles with my relationships I could talk to her and she might have good insight and not just her but but her roommates (laughs) again this is the advantage of of having this happen in college you know but she had several roommates and so when I'd go over and, and hang out now I'd be hanging out with all the girls and then I get to hear what all the girls talk about and how what all the girls are are thinking or what they're complaining about that day, <laughs> you know, and so it's this this interesting insight into the life of girls and being comfortable like that, and vice versa. Sometimes when we would go longboarding together with all my guy friends, uh, she would come along with me, and she became close friends with all those other guys, and then it worked out for her because she ended up dating one of my friends, <laughs> <laughs> and so you know it's it's uh it's just a really good experience for us to be able to find friends that are girls. Because um, you just... Or friends that are guys. If you yeah, or know. friends that are guys. Because I feel like you just, you get to learn the opposite sex in a different in a different way. Um, again, it gets, you never know if there's really alternative, alternative motives 
in there, but you know, you hope you hope not. And but 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 sometimes if if you get that close to to a friend, of course, it can turn into something else. You don't know, you never know. But just the the key here is be able to have those experiences, so you can get out of your comfort zone a little bit and make it more comfortable. Yeah, I definitely agree. And I think it's also really important if you're uncomfortable with the opposite sex. This is the whole point that we gave you the challenge to go on three dates a month. Because the only way truly you'll, you're going to get comfortable with dating the opposite sex is to go on dates with the opposite sex. And I know it sounds like a runaround, but that's kind of how it is. You're just you're going to get better and better and better at dating the more that you date and the more you're around the opposite sex. So even if your dates go badly, it's fine. That's you learning how to do it. And you're never going to get good enough at going out with the opposite sex until you actually try. So another thing to remind you is girls and guys, they're not another animal. (laughs) You know what I mean? They're not some other alien or something. They're a human being like you. They get nervous too. They, you know, are worried about their date and how they look and how they're presented and their first impressions with you just as much as you are. And if you remind yourself of that when you're meeting someone for the first time, that they feel pretty close to the same way you do, it helps take that that edge off and it's a little bit easier to go on dates if you just remind yourself they're nervous too this is their first time meeting you as well they don't know you either so as a result of this podcast we hope that you guys have a little bit better grasp of digging deeper into finding our concerns and that we understand the fear of rejection a little bit more i think that uh the more that we think about it the more i hope that a lot of people that had these concerns kind of kind of resonated with that and said, you know, maybe that's true. Maybe that's a lot of what I'm feeling and tried to figure out what branch of that fear was for you. Like we talked about, whether it was vulnerability or confidence, fear of the opposite sex. <laughs> I think it's important for you to do a lot of self-reflection now that you've heard this episode and take the time to dig deep and figure out what parts of yourself need a little bit of reinforcement. If it's a confidence issue, take the time like we invited you to listen to those daily affirmations I told you about that you can find on even YouTube and do that daily. Have that positive self-talk. Push away all those negative things that you talk about yourself um, in your mind and start filling yourself with more positivity and love. Be your own best friend, okay? We should truly be our own best friend. And just because it's generalized that everyone hates themselves doesn't mean that it should be how life is. Like, you shouldn't be your own worst critic. Just because everyone says you are, that doesn't mean that it's accepted and it should be accepted. You can be your own best friend and do that. Talk nice to yourself and realize that you're a catch, that there's something unique and beautiful and amazing about you too, just like the next person, and that you will find someone that will appreciate that. And take that with you on your date, that that knowledge. Yeah, and because you have that mentality, it helps you in that process of not being able to control the events that are occurring around you. Especially as with 2020 and transitioning to 2021. You know, we're, we're all about that. Can't control the events that are happening around yep. us. Well, heaven knows. But we get to decide how we respond to how these things happen. And that is what's going to drastically improve our dating experience. I love this quote by Dallin H. Oaks. It says, don't wait for happiness to be thrust upon you. Seek it out. You're not supposed to just sit around and wait for someone to fall into your lap or, you know, someone to 
randomly just be like, hey, you're really cute. Can I have your number? At an MTC window. <laughs> and I want to remind you guys, just like it says in the scriptures, God did not give us the spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. That's in Timothy 1, 6 through 7. And I just want to remind you guys of that, that this fear doesn't come from God. And what he wants you to feel is this confidence and love that he has for you and power. And you guys are awesome. Our listeners and our podcast family are amazing. So go out there and have some fantastic dates. What are we going to talk about next time, Jerry? Next time, we're going to continue to go over some of these concerns that you guys have given us. I'm sure that they're going to continue to play off of that fear of rejection. Um, But we're going to continue to dive down deep into a little bit more specifics of those branches with you guys. Yes. So thanks again for joining us. And we are in those double digits now for episodes, (laughs) (laughs) Which, which is pretty cool. It's exciting stuff. So if you're listening and you've been listening to all the episodes that we've had to offer, thank you so much. If you enjoy Single to Sealed, be sure to invite your friends to help our podcast family grow. If you haven't subscribed, followed, or favorited, be sure you do so you don't miss out on any of our great content. Thank you for joining us today as we help you move one step closer to sealing the deal. We'll We'll see see you next time. time.